Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Good morning, Charlie. How are you? Good morning. What's going on? So, Charlie, you were all over it yesterday. It was a day that I think full of surprises, at least to some of us. Were you surprised, and how would you describe what happened? Well, I wasn't surprised from the standpoint when the the Blackhawks originally released the uh, timeline of Connor Bedard's uh, injury from the beginning. Like when he underwent surgery on January 8th, they said it was going to be a six- to eight-week timetable. And I thought Connor's probably going to push this envelope and he's, he's, he's going to beat this original timeline. But as the weeks were leading up, like Luke Richardson was, was pretty clear on Monday saying that Connor was probably going to be in the non-contact jersey all week. And then he would have a doctor's appointment either at the end of this week or early next week. And then he would be cleared for practice. Um, and they wanted to get him a couple practices in before he did return. So we were, we were all targeting maybe February 21st against Philly, maybe February 23rd against Winnipeg. And then obviously word got out uh, yesterday morning that, you know, Connor was Connor, the black I'm sure Connor was really pushing to play against his childhood idol. And they put him through some contact drills in the morning with some of the extra forwards. And uh, you know, he was obviously good enough to play. So he's been skating for about four and a, or five, like four and a half weeks anyway. So I don't think conditioning was the issue. It was just making sure that he was good to go for contact. And once he was, it, you know, I don't know what, what, uh, you know, why the Blackhawks would prevent him from wanting to play because he was basically ready, game ready. Yeah, I think a lot of people were excited to see him on the ice, David Hall included. Um, what did you think of his performance first time back in 41 days? Yeah, I, I got to admit, I thought he was a little rusty the first period. Um <laughs> 15 seconds in, Sidney Crosby scores and Connor's on the ice. And then uh, later in the period, he kind of has this cross-ice pass that gets intercepted in the offensive zone. Pittsburgh goes down the other way and they score two to nothing. And, you know, I think Connor only played like four and a half minutes in the first period too. So um, I don't know if they were trying to ease him into the action. But boy, when the second period flipped, like he was by far their best player. Felt like he was creating a chance every every single shift. and. Uh, he obviously had the primary assist on, on Kurashev's goal. I felt like he could have, he probably could have had two or three more points. Um, he had a nice, nice spinorama backhand pass. He, he, he uh, kind of teed up a one-timer for, for Kurashev. Like he was, he was really, really noticeable. So um, I think he, it only took him about four minutes to shake off the, the legs. And then the second and third period, I thought he was Chicago's best player. I, Charlie, you know how excited I was about, his return and like a lot of people anticipating with tons of just, just enthusiasm 
But call me conflicted because yesterday, yeah, I was a little surprised that he was coming back. I was concerned because of the risk. He was medically cleared, so I don't want to be a hypocrite. How did they weigh everything to say that this is now? And I understand why, you know, Sid the Kid's in town. It is Crosby, his idol. But should that have factored in if it did because of what we're talking about here? He broke his jaw. And I, I know it's been six weeks, but still it seems like it was a little bit faster. And I just wonder, how was this a hard decision at all for the Hawks? Um, I'm sure it was. Like, I'm sure Connor has been begging to play for like a week or two now, probably even before that, to be honest with you. Like, he was at the All-Star game in Toronto, and he appeared on one of the, the TV stations. It was Sportsnet. And uh, they asked him, like, oh, when, when are we going to see you next? And he's like, well, if it was up to me, I'd already be back. But, you know, we, we, we got to play it safe. So it was obviously the organization that was making sure that they were following the, the doctor's professional advice. And uh, it, it's funny because, like, I had a couple people tell me um, on Wednesday afternoon, Connor had a, a scheduled doctor's appointment. And he ended up showing up first thing in the morning, basically saying, like, I want to do my scan now. Um, and I think he, he probably did that because he wanted to be cleared for practice later that day. Um, now the team played it cautious, and there's like, I think, I think it's a little bit too soon. But after practice had ended, I'm sure that they kind of all gathered up and, and Connor was really pushing to play. It, it felt like, listen, Connor is the face of the franchise, and I don't think the Blackhawks would have put him in a position last night if they didn't truly feel like he was ready uh, both mentally and physically like the jaw like fully healed and I think if Connor was really pushing to play and the imaging scan showed that it was he was good I, I don't I mean what I don't know if you want to uh, you know piss off your star if like you continue to kind of push this along like I think he really wanted to play he feels like he was ready he's always on the ice so I, I honestly didn't mind it and I think um he looked, he looked the part. Like, I know the first period was a little shaky, but he looked, he looked mm-hmm. like he was fine, he and there was no timidness in his game. No? He was confident? Had a swagger? Looked good. Got his legs underneath him. Uh, Charlie, the trade deadline for NHL is three weeks away. When you're looking at this Chicago roster, you know, are, are there going to be a handful of guys that are, that are going to be on different teams you know, in three weeks? Yeah, I think it's going to be a much quieter trade deadline this year than it was last year. And Obviously, last season, it was the big story was what's going to happen with Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves. But they even had some other pieces last season, like Max Domi and Sam Lafferty and Jake McCabe, um, that they were able to move for future assets. And I thought that would probably be the case again this season. Uh, Jason Dickinson is having a terrific season for Chicago. Same with Peter Mrazek. And And you kind of figured, okay, those are the two tradable assets that Chicago has. But rather than dangling them on the market, they decided to re-sign them. And I think it is a little bit of a pivot um, from what they were uh, probably expecting going into the season. Uh, but because the Hawks dealt with so many injuries, it, it's almost like, man, you can't put these young guys in a position where they're, where ba- they're basically drowning. Um, and so they were like, you know what, why don't we, why don't we just re-sign these guys for, on shorter-term deals and actually put some infrastructure around these young players for the next couple of years to make sure that they're growing. And, you know, I think that was, that decision was probably easier knowing that they have a boatload of draft picks already. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be a, a quieter deadline this year than it was last year. 
Charlie, keep up the great work. Enjoy the Hawk cast and all that you do for NBC Sports Chicago. Awesome. Thanks for having me, guys. Charlie Rumeliotis talking about the Connor Bedard return. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.